action. Actually, no, that was that was not. <laughs> Anyways, how is life going, Ria? How are you doing? It's going good. We're chilling. Summer. Well, aren't you doing an internship this summer? Yeah, I'm doing an internship and a summer class. So. Oh, that's a lot. Are you staying organized? Are you are you writing in your planner? Very, very much organized. Okay. What do, uh, you who are you? Oh, okay. I mean, I, I see it. I see it on TikTok. So, <laughs> who are you interning for? Uh, I'm interning with Baker Hughes. Oh, right. You're a you're a something intern. You're a digital digital something intern. I almost had it. I almost had <laughs> digital it. Digital technology. Okay. Okay. Close enough. So, what do you what do you do as a? Do they call you D Tech? Is like abbreviated, or is it just digital technology? Oh, I guess they say DT. Oh, DTO, yeah. you're, you're hip with the times. So what do you do as a digital technology intern? So uh, basically, as of right now, I'm just creating a few web pages for them and just doing a bunch of documentation for um, this department that I work with. It's called like field communication services, but they're doing a lot of um, stuff with like net network, like cellular data connection and stuff over mm-hmm. oil rigs and stuff. So I'm just there like shadowing my mentor, listening to all this technical language and then like just doing like website stuff for them. Yeah. Are you, are you learning a lot though? Yeah. It's, it's been, it's been a little bit crazy. I'm, Google is my best friend. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. As, as it always is for yeah. everybody. Yeah. So you're doing the, the internship virtually, I'm assuming. Yeah. If it, if it weren't virtual, where would you be? Ah, uh, Houston. I actually went to their offices twice. Oh, oh, it's nice. So far. <laughs> the where is it exactly? Because my my dad works for GE, um, mm-hmm. which I know is like Baker yeah, Hughes GE. Yeah. Yeah. So, where exactly is the office located? Because it might be the same one. It's Rankin Road. It's like a um, what do you call it? It's one exit away from um the airport. Houston airport that's far that is far yeah. then, okay because my dad now works for GE aviation so he's mm-hmm. like sometimes flying out to Ohio yeah. or he was before yeah. the pandemic but every now and then he'd have like an office set up in Houston so if you run into my dad that would be so weird <laughs> and you'll know he's my dad because like my dad looks like me so <laughs> that would be that would just be some weird thing because I've, I've realized through this internship um, or my internship I'm interning for uh-huh. Nokia it's like I'm working with people the same age as my dad or about the same yeah. age as my dad. And uh, and they're they're taking what you're saying seriously because for for my role we're given full-time employee uh, responsibilities. Mm-hmm. So like if you kind of suck at your job then it's going to affect the the outcome. So yeah. like they they're listening to you and they're hearing you out and they're taking input from you and you're like this is weird. Like the only input my parents <laughs> take from me is like what I want for dinner. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Now it's like, you know, how, how should we like design this particular screen and input? And I'm like, this is, this is strange, Rob. <laughs> his, his, his name is Rob. He's a great guy, great leader. Shout out Rob from Nokia. Whatever, like good or bad, I think the first time around you are going to learn a lot because it's such a new yeah. environment. Um, no, it's it's definitely different to go over someone and be like, I'm like Mr. Blah Blah. And they're like, no, call me my first name. And I'm like... But I'm like this old, and you're that old. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> I don't know what to do. It's strange. Yeah, I think I got used to it because under the um, SDCT department at UT, mm-hmm. you can call everybody by their first name. First name. Yeah, because yeah, I know Sean. Um, 
uh, he's part of uh, Cockrell, and everybody at the Cockrell School of Engineering or all the instructors are referred to as professor. Um, mm-hmm. So, I guess I guess it at first it's strange, but you know you'll you'll get used to it. But if I called again my dad by his first name, it's it's it's, it's just I can't get that out of my head sometimes. Yeah. You know, I just I just it's like they're the same age, and this is kind of cool, but also kind of freaky. You know? uh, I think it was more freaky when I was on the call with one of these people. I was like 50 or something. And he's like, where are you from? And I was like, Katie. And so he asked me what high school I went to. And okay, literally graduated in 2019. He's like, oh, my daughter is a senior there. And I'm like, this is so weird. Yeah, it's it's a strange one. That's so weird. I The, the professor I was TAing for mm-hmm. um, this previous semester, his, he has, I think, like three children who's, who's graduated. So... Mm-hmm. Um, that's nice. Like, you're just sitting there giving him advice, and I'm basically his kid. Well, not basically, because, you know, he's white. I'm Indian. I have two brown parents. That would have been really weird if he actually was like, I'm your father. And I'd be like, oh, no, <laughs> not again. Um, but, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's strange. But have you you've been, you've been working, and then you've been doing this, this content creation on the side. By the way, that was a really cheap segue, and I apologize. <laughs> but... Um, how how is I guess the the TikTok grind going, or do you do we call it a grind, or is it just you know for funsies? A little bit of both. both. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's been going good, but as usual, especially post me going to college, I've been like, I'll sit one day for three hours and mass make them in my room when I have nothing to do, and then I'll be like hardcore going at my internship just posting them. Mm-hmm. So it's oh. been going. I feel like I just have like a schedule set to where I don't not TikTok, and I also don't not do my work. Right, right. Do you have them saved in your drafts and then you post mm-hmm. it? Because what I've seen is that you're in California. Were you in California recently? Yeah. And then the next moment you're in Katy. Where are you exactly right now? Oh, I'm in Katy. Oh, you're back home. in Katy. Oh, you're yeah. probably like, what? Uh, actually, I don't think we should give our location away, but she's nearby. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. That, that's the answer. She is nearby. So you say, you keep them in your draft and you, you post them. I guess like yeah how how frequent do you post um usually I do one to two videos a day during summer I do two and then during school year I do one okay oh school year you do once uh, that I mean yeah. that makes I sense need, I need to save up those drafts because it's either studying for the exam or making a TikTok. yeah I mean you are also studying and making TikTok sometimes right because yeah you're, you're, you're documenting the I guess that's the whole routine which I guess in terms of that what how how did you start with tiktok because i know you were on youtube for Mm -hmm. a for a brief second and then you transitioned to tiktok and now i think the last time you posted to your youtube channel or you and uh pernisha was like two months ago or something with yeah it's been it's been a while so i guess what was the reason for that full transition and i don't know what your first tiktok was was it was it a vlog no it wasn't basically Okay, for some reason, when I was like in like eighth grade or whatever, I was just like, I really want to like, I was like, I really want to be famous. I really want to be on YouTube. You were, you were a clout like, chaser. Yeah, wait, I really was. <laughs> I was like making like those dumb videos, like with one of my other best friends. And then it didn't work out because obviously we're like in seventh grade or eighth grade. We're like, okay. And so then I decided to revisit like YouTube with Pranisha because I was like, okay, we're like college students. Let's do this. Um, as kind of like it wasn't at that point of like being famous. I was just like I really wanted to document our college experience to look back on. Yeah. Um, but obviously like 
with two people on one channel, it's a lot to like coordinate, coordinate and stuff. And so then I remember the summer before my freshman year of college was the first summer ever where I didn't have any classes. I had nothing I could possibly study. And so I just got TikTok for fun again. And I would, I had a private account and I'd only post stupid videos that Pranisha and I were our only like followers. And so mm -hmm. we were like, okay, we're good. And one day I accidentally made one of my videos public and it was like, all the AP classes I took in like high school or something. Mm -hmm. And it got like 45,000 views. And I was like, okay. <laughs> There's something here. Yeah. yeah. But like, whenever I did start, that was like my only academic video. Like the rest was kind of like trends. I, mm -hmm. I didn't really ever blog or stuff until sophomore year of college. Right. So I guess in terms, if the one that popped off, the first one by accident was regarding ap classes and all that stuff it's so mm -hmm. weird to say that out loud because we're three <laughs> years past it and it, it feels so high school ago. sometimes sometimes feels a little insignificant yeah once you're a year past it um but what i've seen from your tiktok is yeah there are those trends there are the dances um and if i'm i mean i think you and i've had this conversation before where i'm like little it took me a while to get on TikTok because I, I, I didn't get it. I, I I still don't get a part of it where it's like the dances and all that stuff. In that f area, I feel a little dated in terms of that um, and watching the dances. I mean, I, you did post one today. I did I post my that. first one today, yes. But like even with that, when I, when I did make one, I think the first thing I told uh, my friends, and this isn't like a dig at the the trends. It's just like I can't see myself doing Renegade all day long and like <laughs> yeah. being happy with that. Um, <laughs> but in your case, it wasn't just the trends, though. It wasn't just the <laughs> dance. Like there, there is that on your con your your feed, but there's <laughs> also the part where you're like, taking um, time to document your day. I've tuned in. I've actually tuned into like one or two of those live streams where you're basically taking questions from people and giving them legitimate advice. Mm -hmm. Would you say that is the part that I guess attracts a lot of your viewership more than just the trends? It's the part where like it's relatable content. I feel like recently, yeah, I feel like I kind of transitioned my TikTok to that during quarantine. Like my vlogs are popping off and I've always been one to like, I always want to help people out in high school and give them advice. And especially you know, the school district is very competitive and secretive mm. and it bothered me. Yeah. And so like now I KDISD, shout them out and call them out. Okay. Oh, go yeah. on. Go on. I appreciate like people asking me, like, that's what I want to do. But mm. like, yeah, originally I wasn't like geared towards that. It was just kind of random. Yeah, you were just having fun, right? Yeah. Okay. That that's dope. And you you've talked about, I think you and I were in a one-on-one -on -one for DFA, for context, for anyone who's listening. It's a design org at UT. It's all you need to know. Um, <laughs> it's a product design org at UT. Just added one more word in the description. But I remember being in a one-on-one -on -one call with you about a year ago, and you had said something along the lines of you were relatively reserved and quiet in high school. And... Mm -hmm then the the call cut because we had to go back we were out of the breakout rooms and i was like shit i wanted to follow up on that but now mm -hmm. i can i'm wondering if i guess what you're doing now in some sense is a projection of that or is that i guess an in, incorrect interpretation no i mean i guess like yeah in high school i just kind of 
study kind of in my own lane with like my four or five friends Mm -hmm. and just something happened that summer before college was kind of like this is a clean slate like I can be a new me I wanted I mean it's not like I was trying to not be me but like I wanted to change a few things so I felt like with the whole me putting myself out there publicly kind of pushed me into that direction so I was just kind of like I want to be more outgoing and like get to know more people and not be in like my bubble right right now Was that when you began making videos or were you making videos before that that weren't being released on YouTube? Uh, no, I anything that I like posted was what I made. But after that accident, TikTok, like like high school me would have just been like, whoa, that's cool and just stop there. But I was mm-hmm. like, I can like continue doing this. Right, right. So I guess in, in that sense, what made you turn to video creation content creation because again when you started posting videos publicly it was on youtube so you talked about like wanting to kind of change some parts of you what made you in that sense turn to youtube or video creation in general i i don't know i guess like i like a lot of like my favorite youtubers and stuff if i go back to their old videos like i feel like just platforms like video platforms just seem to make everyone like grow change into a different person so i was like I feel like this is a good way to get out like what I want to say or what I want to do publicly. I couldn't really think of any other platform to do that on. I'm not one to like write blogs or like, Mm -hmm. I know, write in general. (laughs) But yeah. Right. Right. Okay. So because what I've seen is like you do have like a a propensity to be part of creative, I guess, pursuits because you did that with joining DFA. You've done that with your, your, your content, with your videos. Um, was there any part of you that had a desire to do that when you were younger? Was there, Were you, in that sense, a creative kid? Um, or was it something that kind of was just like, oh, this would be cool to do when you were like, I guess, 18 or 19? I feel like, yeah, actually, like little kid me, it's really funny. Wow, I feel so old saying this. But I don't know if you remember, like there were those LG Gorilla Glass, like smartphones. They like had an antenna and stuff. So I would steal my dad's phone when I was like in second grade and stuff and like take videos. And they didn't even have a front facing camera. I have like a back facing camera and I pretend like I didn't even know YouTube existed. I just pretend like I had an audience, but it wasn't like me. I didn't know that you could post it on the internet and that type of thing. So I've just... I've always been like that, but like people just didn't know that. Right. No, I, I did something similar. So I actually, when I was five, I pretend to like make movies with my friends, <laughs> but there was no camera rolling. And I did uh-huh. this until seven or eight older than I should have been doing it. But uh-huh. I basically played pretend, but we were making a movie with my friends, no camera. Uh-huh. And we were just maybe making our own movie or reenacting scenes from, uh, like Harry Potter was a big thing at that time because it was 2005, mm-hmm. 2006. It was at its height. Uh, films like that. So I think it was around nine when my, when my parents gave me the iPad, iPod Nano with a camera. So I was <laughs> doing the same thing. Like I was making videos before I even knew a platform like YouTube existed and you could mm-hmm. post it. Um, was it the deadline of high school ending that made you want to post to YouTube or was it more so of like, why haven't I been doing this this entire time? Like, well, I guess what was ultimately the push to do it? Or did you have any initial reservations? I think it was both like high school ending and also me being like, yeah, I should have done this before, but I feel like this is the best like 
time it's like a switch in my life to do it I feel like if I randomly did in the middle of high school it's like I don't know it, it would just feel weird at least to me because I'm I was just like a very different person right right I, I, uh, forgive me but like different I, I wonder different how like were, were you a little bit not as like outgoing or like I guess what shaped that into like that this this current Rhea I guess like I was the same like I was the same outgoing with my friends but mm-hmm. like I like the familiar bubble so like if, if there's a new kid in class like me now would be like oh hey what's up like go talk to them try to be friends but like old me would just be like these are my friends like I'm just gonna chill here and do my work like right. I was just really happy with not putting myself in uncomfortable situations <laughs> Right. And now you are in the most uncomfortable situation <laughs> by putting yourself out on TikTok for literally thousands of people to see. Yeah. In that sense, how would you say TikTok or content creation has made you more of a self-aware creator? I think it's just really helped me out. Like, I guess be me. I don't I don't know if this makes sense. It made sense in my head, but like, I just feel like people are like, oh, like she has something to say and like, it's some people like want to listen to it. And that just makes me feel like, okay, what I have to say is like worth listening to. And I obviously like, I don't need TikTok for that. Like mm-hmm. yeah. I can just do that, like be myself and be out public. But I just feel like it helped me like change whenever I was going into college. And like feel that way and like obviously now like even if i didn't have TikTok, like i'd be fine where i'm at right right now. right right i think i had come into creating content and posting it publicly in the middle of high school like sophomore mm-hmm. year and i had this feels like almost a different time now but uh i had basically started I started a media company with my friends in high school Uh and I'm like yo this is dope we're gonna make movies and shit and it's gonna be fun and the problem is whenever you are just starting out and you have an idea of how something should go and it's so epic and then you make it and it's crap and you're like fuck this is so bad (laughs) but I have no choice but to post it because so many people came together to make this and then you post it and you realize people are actually paying attention and you get literal virtual tomatoes thrown at you and then you're in school and people are like I think the whole process like that that itself made me self-aware as a creator because Mm -hmm. I think and I don't know if you can relate to this or I think any creator can relate to this that in the beginning when you're making something it's tough and you look at some comments and I look at like I used yeah I used to I used to get comments all the time on my YouTube videos but some part of me would take it personally because some part of me thinks you know what I think they have a point even though if they're saying something along the lines of you know you're a skinny brown boy who's gonna go nowhere in life and I got that from like some 40 year old person who I didn't know Mm -hmm. when I was I was 16 and you look at that and the first thing that went in my head was you know what He's probably saying the lighting is bad because <laughs> for some reason, unless he was legitimately thought what he said was true, but some yeah. part of me thinks there's a reason he said it. And I think if I would have been differently and if I would have done something different in the video and made it mm-hmm. better and not looked like I was wooden reviewing Daredevil or something or talking mm-hmm. about this particular movie, maybe he would have had a stronger reaction. So in that case, do you take 
or if you do get criticism, do you take that criticism, channel it into being better, or do you dismiss it as, you know what, this person's just a fucking hater, we're moving on with life? I definitely get criticism. I feel like I kind of conquered that with my original YouTube channel when I was in eighth grade. Oh, you had a YouTube channel in eighth grade? Yes, I did with a different best friend, which I ended up like deleting and everything. Oh no, it's different best friend. How's that best friend doing? Oh, she's doing great. Okay, okay. (laughs) Yeah, we're still friends. Okay, 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 good. I just, I was just trying to differentiate with with Panisha. Okay, okay, Um, okay. But I, there was like this person from our school, this random person that found out and under like a fake name, they started posting like 30 comments on each single video, like calling us out and bashing us. At that time, I was like in eighth grade. So that's like very emotional, like not stable place. And that really freaked me out. And that was part of the reason we made all our videos private. And that was mm. kind of the end of that. But I feel like after that, as I got older, I kind of realized, like, it doesn't really matter what people think. Like, I knew when I did TikTok, it's public. People can say what they want to say. Right. So, like, before, whenever I got criticism on TikTok, it was kind of like, I'd ignore it. Or, like, i tell my friends and we both, like, talk about it and, like, just hate on them, like, on text, like, not publicly. Yeah. And then now it's kind of like, if I'm really in a mood, I'm feeling it, I'll just, like clap back obviously not bullying them but i'll like clap back or say something and then everyone will start basically now at this point because i have like a base like everyone will start trashing them before i even have a chance to see it oh wow Wow. and it's kind of it's kind of crazy but in my mind like i'm i know that like if someone's hating well they probably have issues going on in their life because i'm not gonna lie there's like some videos that i don't like and stuff but I would feel embarrassed to publicly say something mean. Like mm. I might think in my head, but I'd be embarrassed to publicly say something mean. So I don't really let it get to me. Right. Right. Yeah. And I think there there is definitely see, I wish I had that level of confidence back because mm-hmm. or or back then, because mm-hmm. initially it's more so of, of you, they say something and I remember uh even to this day one of my best creative partners has been a, uh, a Brar, my friend Abrar. And every time, whenever I'd make something and we get trash for it, it's like, oh, they're just haters, right? They just, they, 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 mm-hmm. they just want to be you. And I'm like, I don't think they want to be me. I don't <laughs> think anybody right now wants to be me and like walking through the hallways and they're like, what is this dude up to? You know, like it's, it's, I think there, there is a fine line between taking criticism and bettering yourself and completely mm-hmm. and figuring out okay what is the who are the people who are actually just legitimately out for it right and mm-hmm. like, like just don't aren't aren't there for it your your vlogs your your daily vlogs the, the documentation mm-hmm. um we got to talk about this because it's almost memed at this point but the the organization right has tick tick tock made you organize or have you always been organized or is it a mixture of both that has documenting your process given you the necessity to continue it no i can definitely 100 percent say that i've always been this crazy since like not not even till, since high school since like kindergarten mm-hmm. <laughs> so i just when i documented it the first time i didn't realize it was so crazy until people started saying that so now it's kind of it's like a good way for me to make content without having to change anything about my life. Right. Right. And you're you're getting up at what? Like 8 a.m. in the morning or is is that late for you? That's late for you, right? Yeah. Oh my god. 
<laughs> why do you have to do that? Because I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely curious. Because you got people waking up at like nine a.m., barely rolling out of bed and heading to class. I, I'm just. I've always been a morning person. Like when I was little. It would be a weekend and my parents were sleeping after work the whole week and I would wake them up at 7 a.m. and they'd be so mad at me. <laughs> but right. I just I've just always been a morning person and also just waking up early just kind of like sets my tone for the day and I just feel like super productive. But mm. like definitely college kind of put a damper on that because you're sleeping at like 3 a.m. So it's still be getting up that early. Right. And it would kind of be killer. But it definitely like it just helps me like set my tone and kind of like make sure if, if I don't wake up at 6 30 my, my day is kind of half ruined already <laughs> right for you what do you see is the broad appeal with TikTok because there's they've, there's been this massive transition to mm-hmm. this platform which in all honesty a lot of people including myself thought it was just a phase mm-hmm. so what do you think I guess is like keeping it around I think it's just the fact that the videos are short because like for youtube you some videos are 30 minutes and some are 10 and like here you know it's either 15 or 60 seconds i heard they're introducing a three minute thing which i don't support but mm-hmm. i just know that even if i think i'm wasting my time halfway through a video i'm like i might as well watch it through because it's only going to take a minute of my life right right now would you say tiktok has done a disservice for our attention span or i guess is it is it meeting the times like has that always been a problem and now it's just honing in on it i think i mean i don't know this is like a half half question type deal because i feel like it's doing good we can actually like engage with like everything that we're watching because it's only a minute at the same time it's probably the biggest distraction in the universe and Mm -hmm. i see like i people from my high school like now are like, oh, we have 30 minutes for lunch. Like, that's enough to make three TikToks. And I'm like, when I was in high school, just like three or four years ago, like, I was like, that's 30 minutes. We can talk about our days and get to know each other more. <laughs> yeah. Now, now you have best friends who you're like, what's your? You don't even know their names. That's 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 the problem. You know, <laughs> like I just have a I have a friend where I'm like, who the fuck are you? Where did you show up? <laughs> and we've I've known him for 10 years. What I'm interested to see is the simplicity of TikTok. I guess in that, what do you see is the appeal with TikTok? It's not over edited or it's not, you know, burdened with flashy lights or anything. Do you think it's <laughs> in the end, the simplicity and the accessibility that's getting everybody on this platform and kind of in some sense, doom scrolling a little bit? I think it takes like, I mean, I don't know why I'm saying this as a creator. Like, this sounds bad. Obviously, it took me a lot to get here. But, like, it takes less, like, time to, like, I guess if you want to make a platform, to make a platform on there. Just because I, obviously, you know, and, like, I've done YouTube a little bit, that it takes a lot to edit a video. Whereas, like, TikTok, even if you want to add the most, like, extravagant effects, it will take max, like, 20 minutes of your time. Mm -hmm. I just feel like it's easy access to an audience if you have something and you have ideas. Right. That is true, because when I was doing TikTok yesterday, doing TikTok, do you really do TikTok or do you make videos? I say make TikToks? Make TikToks doing TikToks. (laughs) (laughs) 
can tell I'm new to it. Um, <laughs> but when I was making a TikTok yesterday, it reminded me a lot of like when I was 13 and I was with my friends and we were we would often say, you know what, let's just make a random ass video and mm-hmm. you just make it really quickly. That I was excited about because mm-hmm. being honest, it was my friends pushing me to get onto the platform mm-hmm. that got me there. YouTube was my was by my own decision i wanted to do that tiktok it was everybody saying you need to get on this peer pressure (laughs) it was peer pressure i was peer pressured and peer pressure is a real problem and i was bullied essentially like i got my head shoved in a toilet and a bra was like you will get tiktok no (laughs) and then he shoved my head back into a toilet and then i downloaded it um that's not what happened but yeah it was a lot of people telling me to to get on it and once I got on it it took me two months to figure out what the hell I was looking at and then I, I think making it was fun because it's quick it's you're having a fun time with your friends and I've seen that with you too um for you is it spontaneous or is there like a regiment to making a tiktok is there a schedule for you or you're, or you're more with your friends and you're like you know what let's fucking do this uh with my friends I'm most of like my girlfriends are just there's no peer pressure they enjoy it so we'll be sitting there and we're like oh like let's just make this it's like a spontaneous thing but if there are other things like like my california trip that was in the plane we made a list of like 12 tiktoks where like we are recreating these or making these and that was like a straight up plan so i feel Mm -hmm. like for big events we do have a plan but like if we're just meeting up it's kind of like want to make one no chill you do okay yeah do you have people coming up to you who you may not know as well or didn't know as well before now asking you to make TikToks? You're like, you know what? Let's do this. Really? How does that go? It's um, it's the thing is that the people that like I kind of knew don't know really like too well. Like they're just kind of like, oh, hey, I saw you on TikTok. Like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember you from high school. I'm like, yeah, there have been like a few select people who always like I guess not make fun of me but like they never talk, said good things about me in high school and now all of a sudden they want to do a tiktok and I'm you like, were the quiet kid how would how does the quiet kid it was that was just a lot of um high school like brown people no brown people like people talk about we know, other people. we know the problems we relate yeah <laughs> yeah but there'd be people like, oh, yeah, I heard she's on TikTok. Yeah, like, we should make a TikTok. Or I'll hear someone saying they want to make one with me. And I'm like, you never wanted to acknowledge me before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do, do you get recognized on campus? Because I think that would be the biggest bubble um, <laughs> of your, your audience. Has, has, have there been moments? And how, have that, how has that gone? Freshman year? No. Um, I was, like, starting out, I guess. But when I came back from quarantine, I... Anytime I visited campus, there would at least be one or two people. And it was kind of crazy to me. Really? Like, they'd be like, I think you're Texas Brownie from TikTok. I'd be like wearing my mask and stuff. I'm like, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> They're like, I could tell from your backpack. I was like, do they know your hey. name or do they just call you Texas Brownie? Because that could be a that could be a racial slur for all you know. <laughs> you know, they just call you Texas <laughs> Brownie. And you're like, what the hell did you just say and then you realize oh wait no that's self-inflicted i named myself that <laughs> it's half and half it's it's really funny though they mm-hmm. don't call me by my first name because i'm like i'm, I'm just ria yeah i'm just another human right right do they just say like hey i know you and you're like yeah and then they just walk away with their day 
Uh, some of them are like, you got me like so motivated for school. Like, that's is it great. really true? Yeah. Like, you actually do that or is it just for TikTok? I'm like, no, I actually do it. And then some of them are just like, like, I remember there was this freshman um, when I was sitting at the tables outside of Greg, like a few weeks before he came back home. She was like, hi. She's like, I recognize the back of your head. I was like, hi. And she was like, I just wanted to say hi. And then she Man. said hi and walked away. And I was like, okay. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, that is so weird. It was really weird, but it was funny. Back of heads can be distinct sometimes, more so than the front. That was a really weird thing to say. But like, there are moments where I see the back of someone's head, and I'm like, I think I know who that person is. But then there have been moments where I've seen like the face of someone, and I stare at them thinking that I know who that is, and I say hi, and then I get closer, and I'm like, that was not who I thought it was, and it was because I wasn't wearing contacts. But that's super tangential, and I apologize. I think the I think the worst thing is when you notice someone's backpack at school, think it's your friend, you do something stupid like call out their name or I punch like punch the backpack and realize it's not the backpack of the person I knew. <laughs> they look at you asshole <laughs> and they start bullying you and then you're like, Why are you bullying me? And then they ask you to make a TikTok and you're like, No, you bullied me. But it was all because <laughs> you punched their backpack, Rhea. That's why. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's definitely that's why. That's the real reason. Yeah. I, I, I had a similar issue whenever I was six and my dad had the same leather jacket as some other dude and then and i just came out of the restroom like there you are dad and i hugged him <laughs> and the dude was like wrong dad your dad's right there my dad saw that go down and just laughing at me and then i, I mean at least they were a dad and not like a young person because that would have been bad I, I was six right so i guess I, I mean i still sometimes do it i see a leather jacket and i hug them and i'm like dad and <laughs> it's not them it's not dad <laughs> I'm kidding. That would that would not that would not be okay. <laughs> when was the moment where you realized, okay, people are watching my stuff, and did that add pressure, or did you just keep on doing your thing? How did that, I guess, play into your your psyche at all? If it did, I think mm, when I first started off, like I did random videos, and they would get like twenty and thirty thousand views, which is still, I think, that's a lot, but. I would, I'd be like, whoa, that's cool, but I kind of do my own thing. But when my vlogs started blowing up, that's when I was like, oh, pressure, like the advice I'm giving out, like it, it has to be like genuine good advice, like pressure there. But at the same time, like, were you not I giving guess, good like, advice? Yeah, I was like, what if I say something wrong and this person takes this class and they end up hating it? Yeah. Like, but yeah. I, I, think like in the end because it's like blogging what I do even if there's something that people don't agree with I'm just kind of like this is what works for me that's mm -hmm. like my little like it might not work for everyone type spiel right right but it, it didn't add any pressure like you weren't sweating bullets like holy shit I gotta get this right it was more so of okay and then now I actually need to watch out yeah what I'm saying because yeah. people are going to grasp on to every single word yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, know, I know, I know, I know, I know what that's like. I feel like this is a very broad question because you never know how long you're going to do. But is there like an end point where you're like, you know what, I'm done. Is, is this, are you doing this for college or are you going to go on as long as this lasts? What, what is the end game for you in terms of TikTok? I mean, like I kind of thought, I actually thought about this like last week. I'm like, my whole branding is me being a crazy college student and I'm graduating soon, <laughs> but I think I'm just okay gonna... you have like two more years you're I mean you're fine. okay <laughs> I realize I'm talking to someone that's graduating sooner in a in a year yeah <laughs> yeah 
And you you but, actually get like a junior year. I mean, then again, you and I are in the same boat. We missed a year because of yeah, we missed the pandemic. We both right, it's it's about the same boat, but yeah, that 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 was a nonsensical point. Please continue. <laughs> um, I definitely think that I mean, if people still want to watch, I would like take this until TikTok dies off because I know it is gonna die off. Just like I never went on the trend, but Vine like died off eventually Vine got terminated <laughs> yeah I, I never I thought it was a phase I never got it I also thought TikTok was a phase but I ended up getting it yeah but I'm just gonna go as long as this goes maybe in the future like take that platform and move it to YouTube and make like videos or go to the next platform but I'm not right. as you know I'm not opposed to social media right right so in, in that sense in terms of content creation what is your desired form of media what do you like making because you've just talked about possibly going back to youtube for you is it long form media do you like the five minute six minute videos or do you like these bursts like what is ultimately your preference in making content i mean i feel like like every youtuber it's fun to record but editing is just killer which is why i just i mean i'm still continuing my youtube channel but like i try to avoid it a bit like TikTok's easier that way but I feel like if I'm older and I just have like a nine to five job I feel like I could take some hours post work to like maybe edit a video or something right right so you you are a computational engineer Mm -hmm. yes I remembered I'm a good (laughs) friend there we go yeah uh is for I guess what was the motive behind that because I know it I mean it was somewhat of like a process of elimination like I needed I wanted coding I wanted to do math but not be a math major and not be a plain CS major and I felt like it was a good mix of everything and like having like creativity but at the same time stem but also like I think it was really interesting when I was applying to colleges that UT was the only one that had the computational engineering major mm-hmm. so I was like I can it's like a unique degree that's very flexible so I can go into any industry because knowing me, I, I can't be tied to like one thing. I want to explore yeah. options. So being able to explore options with one degree seemed like the best fit. Right. And then, and that's why I wanted to bring it up is because that the, the creative aspect, creative reason for doing it and attaching it to engineering, which for a lot of people isn't seen as a creative field. But if anything, it is an incredibly creative field. Uh, and in that case, for you at least, are you, do you know what exactly you want to do within that field or are you still experimental? Are you still figuring it out in in the end? What is the ideal career for Miss Rhea Butt? Uh, Right now I'm just kind of like hoping to take this at least next semester junior year classes to figure out like a specific computational engineering job. Because right now when people ask me that, I'm like, software engineering. Although I, I want to find something that's a bit like unique and a bit different. But I just feel like I haven't like taken all the possible electives I can to figure that out. Right, right. And I think that just comes with giving your time to mm-hmm. your major. And, and I, I found what I wanted to do because of that exact reason and taking mm-hmm. various classes. So say your, your TikTok pops off more than I guess it already has. Um, would you see yourself doing it full time? Would you get satisfaction out of doing TikTok? Like you're already shaking your head. 
No. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Any any particular I, reason? Do you do you, because I've seen you like being busy, right? So, or is that a fair fair assessment? No, okay, so for you, where would you say that that drive comes from, and that that reason, I guess, to overcrowd yourself with all these things you want to do? Because I could imagine in an ideal world, you wouldn't want to just do TikTok on the side. Yeah. I I guess I just like being busy. I think I've just always like done more than I thought I could do. So like, just my life would kind of be boring. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. I is is like it that fear people. of boredom? Do you have time to yourself to just be in your own bubble? Or do you I have to be like, hyperactive? I guess like sometimes I do like every time every time I have a bunch of work, I'm like, oh my God, like I just want to do nothing and sit here and watch Netflix all day. But the second I get that time mm-hmm. to do that, I'm just kinda like, this is boring. I low key want to go back to school. Yeah. I I don't know. I relate. I do, I do relate. But do you have that time though? Because I could imagine you do need some time to mm-hmm. refuel. But in that sense, are you more, are you more extroverted? Oh, I just really enunciated extroverted. Are you more <laughs> extroverted? I think in high school that was like my time to like refuel was just like be by myself when I like come home after doing homework and stuff. But recently, because I don't know, I guess I've just been more like dependent on like having people around me. It's not so much alone time, which I. I don't know about you. I don't get that in college, but it's like time with my friends. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. like my refuel time, I guess. Yeah, yeah. How? By the way, I always wonder, how did you meet Pranisha? Because I know y'all did stuff together. And how did you find her as a creative partner in the beginning? Because now I know the TikToks are just you. So you're probably like, mm-hmm. get get out of here, Pranisha. We don't need you anymore. <laughs> I'm kidding, that's a joke. Uh, but how did you meet her? How did you decide this is going to be the person I want to make things with? Uh, I mean, we met freshman year of high school. We didn't really like talk to each other. We were in the same friend group, but we didn't become like best friends until like junior year of high school. And then we were like super inseparable. And then there was like the summer before, um, what is it, college. I was just kind of like, I always had that whole, I want to do YouTube and stuff. And she's kind of like, has a personality of like, yeah, sure, like, let's do it. Like she's ready to do something crazy. So she's like, yeah, sure, like, let's go for it. And so I was like, like, okay, we, we can do this. But I think that's, it's, it comes down to having that support group and, and mm-hmm. people you can rely on. Did you have a group like that in high school or was college the time you found it and you found the people you wanted to start doing things with, even beyond maybe even TikTok? Uh, definitely college. In high school, I kind of had like this all girls group and we were kind of like very reserved and did not talk to it. like we kind of just did our own thing um <laughs> i mean i the only person that survived as friends from that group is me and pranisha mm-hmm. okay okay LOL. everyone but, else yeah. died <laughs> a lot died. wait but, wait what no not figuratively we're, ta- we're speaking figuratively yeah okay yeah. good yeah good good let the people know no, this is very figurative okay, but very um, figurative i definitely think that like just in college like there's a not I was gonna say diverse but my whole friend group's Indian but like diverse personality wise it's, right. it's very diverse yeah no no I, I I know what you're talking about yeah I, yeah I I I get what you're talking about because I have the same thing with my friends and I think I was for me my 
direction was okay do i vibe with this person individually if i vibe with you individually then like you know let's let's hang out and let's let's talk and let's be friends um yeah. we'll all be best friends but <laughs> no and i think all seriousness having that support group is is incredibly important and i think it's yeah. it's difficult to find it when you do it's like this is it like at one point were you comfortable just making videos by yourself why did you go to i guess pranisha to make videos on youtube versus why don't you just do it yourself the way you do it now was it your little your little scared to jump into the deep end by yourself was it was it that or uh do you just were you like oh here's the best friend let's let's do twinsy things together <laughs> i i think it was like 90 percent the whole like i told you like super reserved in high school so i was like i feel like if i have someone with me i'll just feel a little less like in uncharted territories like scary out there but also like the 10% was like, I've never seen like a room. I mean, obviously I have, but like a YouTube channel from UT of roommates, like that's what kind of made us like special, I guess, or different. Mm -hmm. But then when I started TikTok, I was like, okay, like I, I only probably made like two or three YouTube videos at that point. But it's kind of like, I feel comfortable with just being myself by myself for the public to see. Yeah, that is scary. And I totally relate to that mm -hmm. because that, that's whenever I started the new YouTube channel. The first video is with people. A lot of them still are with people mm -hmm. because when it was just me in the beginning doing those reviews with other people separately, though, it would cut from one person to the other and it was just me. That would freak me out mm -hmm. because I don't know. It's it's just yourself. And mm -hmm. that can be a little, a little intimidating and, and scary because now there's not these other distractions anymore. It's just yeah. you. And yeah. I think I was lucky to have people like Rohit Barcello, um, Rohit Vaidula, Abrar, who I'd hit up and say, hey, let's do a podcast or let's make mm -hmm. a video. And we'd go ahead and do it and it would be a fun time. It would be great whenever it's just me. It's, it's kind of the idea like, okay, am I that likable for people just yeah. to stick to me and we're yeah. about to find out and that's the <laughs> scariest part did yeah. you so when you went to tiktok did you tell yourself fuck it i'm just gonna now throw myself into the deep end and figure this out or were you pushed into it because you saw that one video popped off and now you were like well i might as well i think it was more of it was just with that one video it's kind of like maybe it's a fluke like let me try it out and also by that time because I'd done like two or three YouTube videos, like I realized Pranisha and I aren't sisters. We don't live in the same house. So it's you not aren't? Like... What? <laughs> By that time, I kind of just realized it's really hard to coordinate. So I'm like, if I want to do this, I kind of just have to try it out for myself. And I'm like, mm -hmm. if I end up just feeling really weird, like it's fine, I won't do it. But the thing about TikTok is like, I feel like YouTube, like it's just you and the camera. But TikTok, you can go off of a trend. So even if it flops, I just feel like, oh, like the trend, it's fine. Like the trends kind of suck. <laughs> Make me feel better. <laughs> it's the trend's fault. I didn't do anything. You suck. That's so funny. Yeah. I would, I, that, that's the one thing is like, if you find yourself getting clowned by someone who makes TikToks, well, you just jump their TikToks and like, you made that. Okay. So you can talk. User 135. Um, but, I mean, I'm, I'm glad you, you, you know, you've made that jump and, and would you, 
from if if you met your high school self, the shy, reserved person, one, what would you tell that person? And two, would that person believe like, oh, this is this is the person that I've become, and would would they, I guess, in some sense, be proud? It's it's funny you ask that because I actually. I want to say a few months ago during quarantine or whatever, I actually made a TikTok that was that I just came up with about like me now meeting high school me. Oh, really? Like I thought I thought about it a lot, like when I was making it, and like I mean, me now would literally like tell high school well high school me would not believe me now that I'm Mm. like doing all this, but I just kind of like I feel like I'll just be like just be you. Like I don't regret being what I was in high school because it was like feel like if I was always like this, I wouldn't feel different. So I'd just be like, you do you, and you will change later, but you don't need to rush anything. Right. I guess, what advice would you have for people who might be that shy, reserved person, but have this knack for creativity or feel like they could be more than whatever they're pursuing in that academic bubble that is high school or maybe even college students like what advice do you have for creatives who want to who want to essentially pop off but are are scared to just expose themselves 200 percent well i guess i told them first like in your head like not out loud i guess but like in your head like make a list of why they would be scared to post like publicly and then just think about like if their worst fear came true, like how bad would it be? Because for me, it was criticism. And then Mm. I was just kind of like, if I can, I'm at this point now where I'm confident with being myself, so it shouldn't bother me. So I just feel like if I try to think about my, maybe this is so like counterproductive, but I think about my worst nightmares coming true and I'm just like combat that, then I'm like, okay, I've gotten rid of all obstacles. I can move forward. A lot of it is the fear of getting criticism and mm-hmm. how do you be productive knowing that certain has some, a certain someone has said a certain thing mm-hmm. um and that can that can be pretty pretty uh, intimidating well thank you so much for doing this um it was it was it was a time and a half yes that is a thing that people say <laughs> But I guess clo- closing remarks. Do you have anything to promote? I mean, beyond just I guess you, there's Texas Brownie follower. I don't know if you need a <laughs> shout out from me. You just laughed. You're like, I don't need this. I don't need your charity, Neil Popness, with only 7,500 listeners. I have 96k followers, and I'm just like, fuck. I just want to post spicy chicken sandwich videos and get on with my life on TikTok. But anyways, do you have anything <laughs> you would like to like say to the people of? mango time or mangoville uh not really i guess if whoever has if any person has anything to say productive oh my god if anyone has anything creative to put out there they should just put it out there yeah just do yeah. it and follow ria but on TikTok, texas brownie she follows back <laughs> 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 i got him i got him all right thank you so much <laughs>